Welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And I know a lot of you have been waiting for me to talk about the Isuzu Trooper. I don't Trooper. think anyone has, no, been. There has been. I been, think hey, you are the only one that's been waiting nope, to talk about this. Nope. It's when's the Trooper episode coming out? When's the Trooper <laughs> episode coming out? Enough with this life-altering, changing stuff, all this inspirational thing that's all super awesome. We want to hear about the trooper. Yes. Yes. Chris's latest vehicle. And as if you heard from the the intro, it is it's not a great sounding vehicle, but I was able to isolate <laughs> the essence of this vehicle by just isolating the sound of the door opening and closing. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> this thing is just a tin box. Oh, gotcha. It is a tin box. Yes. You know, because you always so talk about So this is like the, the opposite of how you describe the Mercedes, Correct. like where it's a bank vault. Yeah, this thing's like shunk. tin can. Oh, yeah. This is, this is like being at the, the cathedral in Rome and taking an empty tuna can and throwing it down next to all the pews <laughs> and having it like roll down like just the entire way and then like clink and fall over right next to the altar. Yes. That's exactly what this thing is. It is a tin can. But I love it anyway. So how did this come to be? How was this even on your radar? Was this on your radar? Sort of. like Because, you know, everybody knows I was looking for a vehicle to drive down so to you sold the rally. The, okay, yes. Okay, we have to start at the beginning then. You have okay. the 911. Yeah. You sold the M5. It's gone. You now but I have... Saw, I saw the, this thing way before I ever sold the M5. Okay. I saw this thing before, probably at the beginning of August, it was for sale. Yes. And the, you still own a Pinto, by the way. I do, which is going on a truck to be shipped home on Saturday. Oh, nice. So it's coming back. Okay. It's coming back so we can finish our film that we were making. Yes. Yeah. Throw in um, a little homecoming party. Yes, yes. Well, we can do that. So I just, I needed a, I needed a vehicle that I was going to drive for winter. And I remembered that I was looking at all these different things at the beginning of August. What am I going to drive? Is it going to be the Cadillac? Ended up being the Pinto. And then your secret car that you're too embarrassed to drive, which we'll talk about at some point. <laughs> and I kind of went back to this thing. I'm like, what can, my, what can I drive for winter? Yeah. I could get this, this trooper. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text this guy and see if it's still there. Now, this guy is horrible at communication. Okay. Does not communicate via, very well via Facebook. I mean, it is yes, no, phone number. Great. Is this guy like some 80-year-old man? We'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. We'll talk about the the getting this vehicle, which is which was a very, <laughs> very interesting experience to say to say the least. Uh-huh. And I, I sent him a message. I'm like, hey man, do you still have this thing? And it's a 1991 Isuzu Trooper. Okay. Um and you so you saw it on Facebook. I did. I saw it on Facebook. Actually, one of one of the, one of my buddies sent it to me. He said, hey, hey, check this out. It was thirty five hundred bucks, California truck. Nice. 200 and I think he said 210,000 miles. Turns out it's got 230,000 miles. So God knows how long this thing was for sale. Oh, geez. <laughs> because it, <laughs> he it put 20,000 miles on it uh, while it was for sale. It wasn't great with the, 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 the guy wasn't great with numbers. Uh, it's just, <laughs> we'll find out later. Okay. But, so I just, I don't think he even knew how many miles and I think he was just winging it because I don't sure. think he was driving it very much anywhere anymore. So um, that's well, better than. Side note, the little Honda Monkey that I recently bought. Yeah. Because I go to transfer the title. Previous owner was the only owner. Okay. And she's like, oh, you must have mislabeled the odometer. You said 900 miles. I was like, yeah, that's all it has. She goes, well, it was listed before at 1,900 miles. I was like, well, that's not possible because it's a brand new thing. The guy yeah. only put 900 miles on it. She's like, well, 
we're going to put 1,900. So you better put on 1,000 miles before you sell it again. Yeah, they don't mess around with that kind of stuff. <laughs> and which leads me to, I also, I haven't, jumping around a little bit, but uh, we'll get there. I'll, I'll tell the story in, right. the, in the right Chronological order. Chronological order. So I'm, I, I send the guy a message, I'm like, hey, do you still have this thing? It's a month later. Okay. A month later. I, I'm thinking it's gone because in my head, this is a pretty cool truck. It's a California truck. It is rust-free. And by rust-free, I mean really, really rust-free. Like, you get under it, you can wipe the dirt there's, there's, off the frame. Is there any scaling underneath at all? No. Really? None. None. So it's everything like, I saw underneath was literally just dirt. It's just dirt. You could wipe wow. the dirt off, and it is just black <laughs> underneath. Like, the black paint that so would have been on the frame from Japan. This is Good news and bad news. I know it is. This is a serious <laughs> issue. And the reason I'm saying that, and you already know, is it's awesome. It's such a clean car that you found. But that means you don't feel like you can drive it in the winter now. You feel like you have to save this thing from the constant corrosion that is Minnesota winters. Yeah, I know. It's depressing. <laughs> you know, because So now you need a winter car for your supposed <laughs> winter car. I know. It's so stupid. <laughs> It is so stupid. It is the dumbest <laughs> shit ever. I was thinking you about it. You don't I'm even like, drive anywhere that frequently. Just drive this thing. I drive here. That's about it. Yes, you're fine. Yeah, I know. You're it's fine. It's not a big deal. We'll figure something out. I thought <laughs> I would get the whole thing like cavity waxed, right? Okay. Which is not, that sounds like a medical procedure. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. As soon as you're 50, you need to make sure you go get your first cavity wax. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> No, but it's just, it's this like Cosmo, it's like Cosmoline. Right. Basically, I don't Which know if you've ever Cosmoline done. Which is Cosmoline only a Russian product? Because the only <laughs> thing I've heard of that comes in Cosmoline are like AK-47s, yeah. SKSs, and like <laughs> some Russian trucks right. just have Cosmoline on them. It's just goo. It's a Russian goo that is a rust inhibitor. I, it's va- I wonder if they have like Vaseline like in their drawer next to their bed, but instead of Vaseline, it just says Cosmoline. Cosmoline. <laughs> it's like the same thing. Yes, I don't know exactly. if it's, because it basically, it's, it seems it's, like. You're right, it is like Vaseline. It is basically like a really It's petroleum jelly. Essentially it's some sort of petroleum something because it's anti-corrosion and they put it on guns so the guns don't corrode. Right. And uh, then they get stored forever and then it turns to almost like wax right? But it keeps things from corroding and you're talking about army surplus stuff. Right. That you would go, it used to be able to go I remember going to Fleet Farm. Yeah. And walking in they'd have guns in like on a a pallet. I remember buying a Mosin Nagant. Yep. Which was uh, $79.99. <laughs> and that, that the, the, so that was the, basically the Russian bolt action rifle in World War II. Okay. They had millions of them. Right. And actually, the most successful sniper in history. Yes, the White Death. The White Death. I can't we remember. We need his, to do a story about him. We, we should. That would be really interesting. But he used a Mosin Nagant. Right. With iron sights. Yes. And he filed the sights down to a point so he could see better. <laughs> now, the, this gun has the most kick out of anything short of a like a 12-gauge shotgun. Really? Magnum that I've ever shot in my life for a rifle that's pretty crazy. It has a 7.62. Hey, welcome to Overcrest, the gun podcast. <laughs> it, has a, it has a 7.62, which is basically the same as like a 30-odd-6 rifle in terms of- 308, the, actually. 308. Yep. Yeah, sorry. 308 rifle in terms of bullet width. Correct. So you have 0.3-inch- bullet versus a 7.62 millimeter thing. Right. They're about the same. But its length is 54. Right. So it's a 7.62 by 54. Yep. R. So right. it's like this big ass bullet. A, a AK-47 is only 7.62 by 39. Correct. So it's almost 20 millimeters longer. It, it is a brutal round. 
huh. and it kicks like a mule. Anyway, that's what has Cosmoline all over. Right. right. So basically, you want a Cosmoline the underside uh, of your truck. Yeah, I want just okay. yeah. In, in Russia, we yeah, Cosmoline this, this mule. Japanese truck, Russian anti. So that's what I've. It's, it's, we've got to do the cavity wax procedure on it. And you know, I was. <laughs> I remember being over at my my buddy's shop, SCI. Um, rest in peace. He is. He's now retiring. So that's good for him. Good for him. Um, and the, I remember he had a Golf R or an R32 up on the on the hoist or something sure. like that. And uh, it's the whole thing was covered in Cosmoline. Really? Because you know, the guy's going to bought a Mark IV R32. He's going to drive around a winter here. The whole thing was Cosmoline. And I know there's services that do it. Okay. So I have to decide how far I'll go. Because one thing I really <laughs> want to do is the frame has all kinds of holes in it, right? right? From I don't know why, from when they make it or whatever. It's all kind of holes. I think Worth makes a thing where you like it's stick a, a straw down yep. Yep. the frame and then it just basically sprays everything with I like I did a, that on my 911. Oh, did you? I, where I where the bare metal is that's inside the frame. Sure, The frame okay. rail up there. It's this little hose that you pull through and it's a paint that coats yeah, it. okay. But there's services that do it too. Right. Um, what I would like to do is I'd have, I'd like to have someone pressure wash the hell out of the bottom. Right. And then- and then Cosmoline cavity wax the hell out of it, including all the suspension. Even the control arms are black. You know, wow. so it's just like, man. But it was 2500 bucks in the end is what <laughs> I ended up paying for the thing. Anyways, okay. So my, uh, my, my new friend, Brandon, who is an interesting character. This is who you bought it from? No. This is who I took with me to go buy it. He works. Oh, yes. He, uh, he's a mechanic. He worked at German Auto Works. Yep. Um, works there still. He's really smart. Like, he, I think he's a really smart dude. Yeah. Really, you know what else he has? He has a few different things. He has a Harley, Harley that he's making into a hardtail. Oh. Just like mine. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me you sold him yours just for, no, just for a second. No, I actually tried to sell him mine. He's like, I already have one. Oh. Well, he's, he's a very eclectic dude. Likes lots of different things. Yep. Um, very opinionated. Interesting character. Um, but really, he's really smart. Has owned a lot of cars. Has worked on a lot of things. He actually had a Mitsubishi Pajero. An import. Yeah, that I... If it would have been like five seconds later, I would have bought that at one point. I really would have loved to have that, except for the fact that it was right-hand drive. Yeah. You, you know, I'm not a fan of that, but it was a turbo diesel manual, you know. Oh, the Trooper is a manual, by the way. Of course it is. Well, no, not of course it is. In 91, most of them sold were automatics. Well, that'd be terrible. Well, not necessarily if you're off-roading. Sometimes having an I automatic know, is okay. But you're not climbing up 45-degree inclines in this thing. No, probably not. No, no. I'm not, not regularly. Not regularly. I like yeah. to try. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I like to try and probably tip over and everything. Yeah. And crush the There is flat. one very important feature that this car is missing. An inclometer. Yes! Yes, there's no inclometer in this vehicle. I've been looking for one. I think you can get them. I can probably retrofit one. Yeah. And there's ones that you can just, like, screw to the dash. Right. I've got to have it, though. Oh, you have to have the inclometer. You got to figure it out. Anyway, so I I call up Brandon. I'm like, hey, man, have you owned any of these? Have you worked on any of these? Like, he's like, yeah, I know those things. I'm like, great. Please come with me. Yeah. So we hop in the 911, drive out to like like 40 minutes north of Stillwater, kind of, like north of Lake Elmo in a place called Grant. Sure. Wherever Grant is. It's gravel roads. I'm having fun with the car in the 911, drifting, and Brandon's kind of like, because he's never driven with me before, but we're kind of, <laughs> you know, sideways, you know, carrying the momentum on some of these roads, presuming nobody's coming in the oncoming direction. Great time. Get out there. The guy's not there, which I knew. Okay. I called him ahead and I said, hey, man. And it was one of those things where you call somebody and they pick up the phone. They're like, yeah, right. because they don't know your phone number. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm Chris. I'm calling about the trooper. And then their 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 emotion like flips. Immediately switching. They're like, oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, sorry, I won't be there. I got class. I'm like, you know what? I need, I'd need. i like to go look at it. Yep. 
I'm like, once I get my mind on something, I just want to do it. I want to go do it. I want to get it over with. <laughs> I've I, come to know this about you. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. There's uh-huh. no waiting. Why wait? Yes. Why wait, Jake? I Why don't wait? know. You can, I, you can just go. Yep. So I said, I'll go look at it. Is it outside? He's like, yeah, I'll leave it out there for you. He says, it needs gas. There's really no gas. And I said, no problem. I'll put like, I'll put a couple gallons in. He's like, really? Really? <laughs> I said, well, yeah, I'll put a couple gallons in it if I'm going to come drive it. So I get out there with Brandon, we pull up, and there's the trooper sitting on the grass in the middle of nowhere at the end of this mile-long driveway that you can't even... The driveway is so long that what I would later find out as a Ford Ranger, uh-huh. I thought was like a 510 pickup truck. It was that long that that... <laughs> just distance Just little micro-machine thing out there. I was like, is that... Is that... Because I'm assuming the guy that would own a trooper would own not a Ranger. I don't know. I just didn't understand. I didn't know what would be down there. Yeah. So... I look at the truck. It's clean. Yeah. Smells horrible. Oh. (laughs) Smells like mouse shit and mouse piss, and the carpet is sticky. Like, you can see, like, where the mice have been peeing all over. Like, your shoe sticks to it. Yeah, but there's no poops. There's no mouse poops. I haven't found any poops, but there's... Interesting. That's usually the first thing you find. Yeah, but I think maybe there was vacuum, but then that was it. Ah. But it was... It's still a little bit stinky. If it gets really humid, it gets stinky, and I think... And you fully pulled out... I didn't do the rear carpet, ah. so I think the rear carpet. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Okay, so it's stinky, it's but stinky, clean, but very clean. I'm like, this thing is kind of cool, and I'd never been in one before. I'd never been in a in a in a Montero. I'd never yeah. been in like a like a like a Dodge Raider yeah. or, or any of this kind of stuff. These yeah. boxy SUVs. I've been in a G wagon. I've driven those. Yeah, and it's basically the same thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's the same. Thing. <laughs> so I so I get in. I shut the door, and it makes that sound. It's just bong, you know, it's just like, there's yep. no sound ending anywhere. There's exposed metal on the inside, which I kind of like, like below the dash, you can see the metal of the frame Yep. and the, you just lift the carpet up and there's just metal, you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> very, it is a, it's a tractor. Yes. Okay. It's very, yes, very, it very like a tractor. Industrial. Very industrial. It is, it is obviously something that was built to do things. Correct. Right. This is this thing isn't meant to necessarily go to Whole Foods and pick up preservative free, you know, groceries for your your wife that will complain if she has a meat sandwich at some point. It's just it's not that way. It's a very utilitarian. But it could, it could do that. Oh, it certainly could. But I'm guessing that woman probably wouldn't want to ride in this thing. Is, is Potentially not. Potentially no. not. So. We go for a drive. Uh-huh. It drives pretty bad. OK, why? Uh, the lower Explain ball that. joints are bad very bad and i didn't find out how bad until i went to get an alignment there was probably about 40 millimeters of play in the ball joints <laughs> like if you, i would imagine if you took it off a sweet jump the the wheels would just slip off the control arms <laughs> they were really bad the, and, so, wow. and, the, and the alignment was off like the 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 passenger side wheel was positive uh 1.5 degrees okay so it was just like I don't know if that's set up for some sort of circle track <laughs> right, or something. You can only like go a, left then? Yeah, or what? I don't know. It was just really messed. Like, it looked like a NASCAR where they're all cambered one way. You know, it just didn't look right. I don't know. It just I don't was, even I mean, think NASCAR I, does that. But yeah. No, they do. They have camber just because they only turn left. So they're right. cambered a certain way. But it had it, had it right? Okay. It had it. It had um, everything appeared to work. The air conditioning did not work. But everything that needed to work worked. It ran, it started, it drove, it stopped, and it didn't have any rust. And that's kind of the 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 bar yeah. for anything around here at least. Well, and it's it's interesting. 
You didn't say interesting. They don't. Well, it could have been a Toyota Camry that was clean. Yeah, that's what the it is. It has it, right? Right. It has it. It has. I thought you were describing what the parameters of it are. I'm not done defining what it is. I will. I'm going to get. I'm going to get into. So I'll I'll do that. I'll do that right now. There are certain (laughs) things about some cars that make them cool, and and it's usually they're like kind of period defining things, like vent windows, ashtrays, flat windshields, Mm. power. Uh, I'm sorry, manual windows, Mm -hmm. Um, no digital anything on the climate control. When you're moving levers back and forth and you can hear the flaps going back and forth and back and forth. Beeping, special kinds of beeping when you get in the car, as you heard (laughs) in the beginning. Period correct beeping. Period correct beeping. (laughs) There are, and it's, uh, these types of things would date a car. If a car has ashtrays in the door, it's probably from the 80s. And it's probably going to have some sort of character to it. <laughs> the 2015 Cayenne does have ashtrays on the door. Yeah, but it's lame. So that does not count. I'm just saying. It's that's just a very like the, German thing, too. Yeah, I suppose it probably yeah. is. I suppose Japanese like to smoke, too, don't they? I mean, look sure. at look at Neki-san. Yeah, yeah. He likes to, he sure. likes to smoke. They like Coca-Cola and smoke. Just like all these different things kind of going together, kind of just like make it like, yeah, this kind of has a feel to it, especially right. the vent windows. You don't get the cigarette vent windows anymore on anything. Just because I don't know if it's like an aerodynamics thing. I, I don't know why we don't. We asked this on Instagram, and someone said it's probably a crash standards thing for some reason. No, you don't think so? No, I don't think it's that. I think it's and the you're fact talking that, you're talking wing wing windows yes. or vent windows. Uh, wing because windows. the back windows that like pop open, pop outs. Yeah, those I would call vent windows. Okay. So you're talking wing windows in the front. Yeah, on the go, front a pillar. They're, they're incredible. You get the forty I whatever agree. speed you're going. That's the airspeed of the wind coming into right. the car. Yes, it's fantastic, especially if it can blow right up your shorts. It's it's better than okay, air conditioning. Okay. What? That's what you do. You sit there, <laughs> you lift your leg up, and you uh-huh. and the air blows right up your short. <laughs> Have you never done this? I did not do that, apparently. Oh, man, that's the way to go. Okay. So anyway, so I, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I want this thing. I call the kid. No answer. No, no answer on the phone. And he had said that. He says, hey, I've got class at 730. I'll probably be home by 830. Okay. I said, well, I'll just wait. Yeah. You know, it's 7.30 right now. Yeah. We'll just wait. So we're sitting there hanging out by the car uh, or by the truck, which I'd put gas in, by the way. I threw a couple gallons of gas. Did you bring a can and then drive it around or you drove it somewhere and then I just drove it and put put some gas in it. And I took a couple photos of it as well. And I and I really kind of got this the feeling of when I was driving it of, you know, the uh, the quintessential in your head you're driving with your hands going back and forth and you're just kind of <laughs> sawing at, at the wheel sawing at the wheel <laughs> and the, and the, it just it was so not tight steering new no well, it, that ball joint probably had a lot to do yeah with that. those are replaced now and it's that was an interesting experience okay. too. so what do you what are you getting at what is this feeling you have um very lackadaisical joy yes. yeah yeah just kind of just not not really caring just kind of enjoying do you remember driving my old C10 pickup it's similar yeah yeah just a very similar it's not fast no nope. although everybody's like they're so slow they're so slow i don't you, you can't even drive they're so slow and i don't know if they're talking about a little bit of an older model but this thing was is fine yeah it, i can go 80 at 3000 rpms yeah and it moves fine. It gets right. out of its way. It's got 120 horsepower, weighs 3,700 pounds. It's not so fast that you're like, or so slow that you're like, oh, man, this thing is really, really slow. Pinto was slow. Yeah. <laughs> this thing is just, it's slow, but 
it is what it is kind of thing. I think a lot of people don't have the same um, breadth of experience in order to have that sort of perspective, right? right. You know what I mean? Because, right. yes, if you're going from any modern car to this thing, it's like, oh, yeah, this is kind of slow. It's kind of slow. But you when gotta... you just recently drove a Pinto halfway across the country, <laughs> oh, this is nice. <laughs> That's true. I think the contrast is, is what people are lacking because I've driven, um, I think it's probably... I've driven a lot of slow cars, owned a lot of slow cars. Slowest is a Mercedes 240 diesel. You told me about this Extremely thing. slow. slow you, you described so it slow. as dangerously slow. Well, my Jesse did. She said, I, I bought the cars, baby blue, and uh, I bought it from this guy who's kind of a jerk, but it ended up being a good was deal. Was he a grandfather? No, he wasn't. He's a young guy, but oh. he's, he's he's just kind of a jerk. Okay. Anyway, so I got the car over to the house, and it ended up being, it wouldn't. he's like, yeah, it won't start. I couldn't get to start. It ended up being a leak on the injection pump. There's a little primer. Yeah. Where you can prime the injectors sure. and the diaphragm in there had leaked out. So it was a really easy fix. Once I figured it out, it was baby blue with blue interior, mint, no <laughs> rust. Okay. I paid like $800 for it. I ended up selling it for like four grand. It was that clean. It was so super clean, low miles. And I bought it. I'm like, Jesse can drive this thing, right? It's going to yeah. be great. She gets in it one time, uh-huh. tries to get on the freeway and that thing. She's like, nope. It's too slow. It, you can't not even barely go over 60, 65 miles an hour in this thing. Wow. Which in my head, I'm thinking, okay, this is the early 80s. So cars are definitely slower back then. But but I just think. You have to be able to do the speed limit. Well, speed limit was 55. I suppose nationwide, Ralph Nader. still, it was really, really slow. Can't get out of its own way slow. <laughs> Especially when you consider that car was designed, quote unquote, for the Autobot. Right. <laughs> More like the auto not. Yes. There's, there's yes. no way that thing would do anything on the Autobahn. Um, the 300 turbo diesel is great. I mean, you can go over 100 miles an hour. It's no problem. It's got plenty of power. You can do whatever you need to do. But the naturally aspirated one, I don't know if those things were designed for uh, desert taxis or something. Just huh. no good. Other slow vehicles are a rabbit diesel, also slow, um, but doable around town, faster than the 240 diesel. And then it's you a get, smaller car, too, so it feels more nimble, even if it's not powerful. Plus, it's a manual four-speed. Yes, that, so you that get a does little make bit of, a big difference. Yeah, first and second gear are pretty short, and then you can maybe get 70, 75 out of it. You know, if, those are one of the things where cruise control is a brick. <laughs> because I'm not kidding. that's just as fast as it goes you, yeah. take a, you take a stick and you take a broom handle and you yep, cut you it down shove it in between the seat you just wedge it on the seat rail on the gas pedal <laughs> and that's all you need to do because you're never going to go faster than 72 miles an hour oh, anyway my goodness. so just up and down hills you go yeah. you go up the hill you're going 60 you go down the hill you're going 75 and it just kind of averages out yeah it just kind of averages out but this thing is not that slow so okay. it, it was it was somewhat uh, I can deal with it. I don't understand why everybody's saying they're slow. It doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, so we're sitting out by the 911, and I see a um, a big SUV come by. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a King Ranch expedition. Like oh, a, wow. Like a yeah. big thing. Big car. Big, big excursion full of kids and the mom. Okay. And I'm like, oh, this must be. She goes, she goes hi, can I help you? I says, oh, hey, I was looking at the trooper here. I was waiting for Sam, the, the name of the guy, to get back. Right. You know, I was going to, you know, I want to buy it. She's like, oh, well, come on up for some some lemonade or, or <laughs> okay. you want something to drink, come on up and whatever. So we, so I, we, we walk up the long driveway uh-huh. and um, we hang out with them for about an hour. <laughs> and we, we talk about their garden. We uh-huh. talk about homeschooling. 
we talk about. <laughs> um, it, it's it's an interesting place. I would call it I would call it a compound. Uh huh. If I, if I had to call it anything, I would say that it's kind of a compound. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 it was it was interesting. Um, beautiful garden, by the way. Lots of chickens. Okay. Lots of chickens, and there was an old Volkswagen Beetle sitting there. That's cool. Kind of. I found out it's not for sale, uh-huh. but I'm guessing it's going to rot into the ground where it sits, right. which is sad. Yes, it is. Anyway, so we talked to these folks for a while. Really, really pleasant people, really welcoming and, and, and friendly. And anyway, so the kid finally comes, shows up in, a, in another Ranger. Okay. All right. And he parks his truck and he gets out and he's... <laughs> he is wearing... Uh-huh. And, and let, me, let me preface this by saying... One, uh-huh. this is one of the best looking families I've ever seen. You did mention this to me off the air. It's a very, just very attractive, very attractive all around, um, which doesn't go along with the picture you're painting. I know. Of their I just want to say this. First of all, socio, political, economical, some, some of the nicest people I've ever met. Some of the best looking people I've ever met. This kid gets out of the car. He is Brad Pitt incarnate at 19, 20 years old. Wow. Just chiseled jaw. Good looking boy. Okay. And, and uh, he's got a, a a red handkerchief on. Okay. A red mega hat. Uh huh. And he he's he's a welder. Okay. So he, he he's a iron worker welder by trade. He actually oh, cool. sure. does some blacksmithing stuff like that. That's what's on my keychain is a yeah, little blacksmith. That's like, cool. Little a little leaf that he's like. Oh, I learned how to make leaves that comes with the truck. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Thank you. Um, but he's also has wrapped himself in a colonial American flag. Uh huh. And. And I'm just so kind of thinking this. This is just a shawl that he's happened no, to be it, wearing. No, it is an actual flag. Uh huh. It is a real, not a fifty state, uh, fifty star flag. No, a 13, thirteen star. star. Flag. Yes. And I and I said, hey, whoa, what's up with the flag? You know uh-huh. what's going on? So I just like to talk to people about our founding, and I'm just like, okay. And I, you know, anytime I try to do, um, when I try to buy something from someone, you always try to strike up a rapport and you, yeah, try, you and, try to connect a little bit, you try and connect and whatever. And I forgot to mention that in this car uh-huh. or in this truck, oh, yes. you're digging through the glove box and everything like that. You, you're just like, who is this person? Sure. Right. I do this with every car. Any oh, car yeah. I, test for, I rifle through everything. So well, if you're and never, also you can find like stories of the car. Absolutely. Like, yeah. That's, that's what you're looking for. Plus I'm nosy. So I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to look. Okay. And you can find all kinds of things about the, the person that is yes. buying the so car. So what did you find? I found uh, a lot of 22 casings. Right. Spent and unspent. Okay. Around the vehicle. So there's there's definitely been guns shot in the vehicle. Right. Um, I would imagine. There was a copy of the Constitution. Yep. In the center console. Yep. Well-worn. Okay. Well-worn. Frequently, little, uh, frequently referenced. There is a, yeah, there was a little piece of paper in the side pocket that says, you are what you behold. In this, in his handwriting, which I learned was his handwriting, which is a little piece of paper. You are what you behold, and I like that. I kept that. Yeah, you know, I kept that. That's in the little center console now. And then there was a little thing up by the mirror <laughs> and, that said www.infowars.com. Right. And I'm just thinking to myself <laughs> as I'm like, so you've already formed a picture of this person in your head before he shows up. Yeah, but and then he wraps himself in the colonial flag, and, and, and it's the picture is complete. It, it, yeah, but you never wanted. I never thought it would be as stereotypical as I thought. I mean, you never would think that the. I thought the, this would have been like the, the sixty, seventy-year-old man, though. No, it was a young, young kid. So I mean, he was so nice. But I so I started talking to him. I was like, "Hey, you know, do you know what the Revolutionary War Veterans Association is?" And we started talking about some guns and and you know shooting guns and stuff like that. And it was it was whatever. And 
So I, I said, hey, I want to buy, I want to buy the buy the truck. Yeah. And I said, what's the what's your bottom dollar on this thing? Where do you right. need to be? And he says, two hundred and fifty. I said, two hundred and fifty dollars off, two hundred and fifty dollars. What, what what do you mean? Yeah. What do you want for this thing? I mean twenty five hundred. I said, Okay. He's like, sorry, it's been a long day. And I I mean, he probably was up at four o'clock in the morning to drive to Minneapolis to work on he was working on some skyscraper oh, welding, wow. yeah. you know, iron worker or whatever. And uh so I was like, that sounds great. Twenty five hundred bucks, that's what I was gonna offer anyway, just by looking at it. And in hindsight, I'm like, that price was probably fair in in this situation based right. on what he priced it at at thirty five hundred. I, I see think, what you mean. Yeah. I think that the truck is probably worth, as it sat, presented properly, if I was selling it in the condition that it was in when I bought it, right. I would say it was probably a $3,500 truck. Okay. In my opinion. Sure. Maybe minus the smell. The smell was, a, was, a, was, a, was an issue. <laughs> okay. And I said, that's no problem. He goes to fill out the title, which I, I got to go. That, were you talking about the thing? I haven't gone to register this thing yet. Ah. It's, it's been about, what, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah, I got to do. I got to go do that. Yes, you do. Insured, yes. Transfer the title, no. I will. I'll do it. But the problem is, is the, one of the reasons why I haven't done it is he started filling the title out all wrong. Oh yeah. So I'm kind of thinking it's going to be a disaster when I go to the DMV. So I've kind of been like, oh no, I don't know what to do. I don't. You wanna... don't have a, a DMV person, do you? I do. I have a I have a lady that I see. Yeah. But he he mucked it up pretty good. Okay. I think that he because goes, oh. when you buy and sell cars as frequently as you or I do. You end up having like a person where you're like, yeah. ooh, I hope I get Gloria yes. back there because she knows me. Gloria. She's nice. She she lets things slide. Yeah, I do have a lady that I've talked to many, many times. She's like, oh, hey, you know, she's seen me a lot. <laughs> you know, I got my insurance dropped once. Why? Because you bought and sold too many bought, cars? It was e-surance. And uh-huh. I'm not afraid to call them out because those guys suck. Okay. But I had the car club for a while. You, yeah. You're works. Yeah. And they called me up and said, sorry, sir, we're going to have to cancel your insurance policy because you've bought and sold so many cars that we feel that you may be buying cars for this car club and letting people drive them. Because I bought so many, bought and sold so many cars. They thought I was buying and insuring cars for other people in this car club. Anyway, that's, that's, that's all beside the point. So I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen with the, with the title situation. I'm not really looking forward to dealing Well, with. go there. If they need a form correction, Yeah, do he, that. And he, he basically can... said, the kid goes, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm like, well, don't be sorry to me. You're the one that's going to have to go apply for a duplicate title if this doesn't work out. What it's did he not, say to that? He's like... It's like, okay, he, yeah, nice. Yeah, so nice. That's just the nicest yep. kid ever. Wants to join a militia, uh, but, yep. uh, but yep. still, uh, still the, nicest, <laughs> the nicest guy ever and just ridiculously good looking. Was, the whole family was, too. They, they, the whole family was. Any sisters in our age group? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I'll just leave it at that. No, yeah, no, no, there wasn't. So you, you've asked me what I think about this thing. And I think I you were, you were, I was expecting you like everything I do. And I don't know if you do this just to be a dick. But everything <laughs> I buy, like, or do you think is lame. That is 100% and not true. It's, it's just a lot true. of the stuff you do is dumb or lame. Well, everything you do is dumb or lame. So there. <laughs> what do you think of this thing you drove? So well, the thing is you haven't driven it since I've no, done I quite haven't. a bit of work to no, it. No, but I actually like this thing. In principle. So why? Especially the first early gen troopers from 81 to 91, they had the round headlights and looked like a Range Rover knockoff. And well, I they, mean that in the best they way. They had round headlights to the mid to late 80s, and then they came out with the Trooper 2. Right. Which is the only thing they did is, I think, headlights. I could not find... It was a facelift, and then there was a full second generation after, like, 93 or something. Yeah, but that thing sucks. It's all bubbly yeah. and round. And, and 
Uh, one of my favorite cars that I owned was a 1987 Mitsubishi Montero Sport, which was the two-door uh-huh. that had kind of that same boxy look. Yep. Problem with that car was it was a teeny wheelbase and would spin out and tip if you sneezed wrong at it. Yeah, this right? thing is a longer wheelbase right. for sure. Which somehow miraculously didn't happen to me seeing as how much an idiot 17-year-old Jake was. So you didn't spin time. out or tip over? Um, well, I do remember thrashing that thing in Minnesota winters. And one day I was revving through gears after a fresh snowfall on back yeah. roads, thrashing it, and came into a turn a little too fast. And to make matters worse, the entire corner was sheer ice. I'm talking like ice skating rink. Yeah. Which probably turned out glare ice. Yes. Uh, It probably turned out to be my saving grace because as I remember watching out the giant side flat windows and front flat windshield (laughs) and you know how everything goes in slow motion. The car lost grip and proceeded to rotate an entire 360 degrees through the turn. And I remember actually reaching up on the door A pillar and bracing myself for the rollover. Like, like I expected this is going to roll over as so I waited the for the ceiling. tires. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, you got to brace yourself somewhere. I'm not going to, like, I just wanted to get it out of the way. you want your arms to just, you want to just, you know, kind of do like a mummy thing. Yeah, you but your- it's such a narrow car, too, that my head would have been right here on the glass in the pavement. I know, but your arms go flying out of the car if you aren't careful. No, I'm really strong. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 17 year old Jake, especially. Yeah. Well, you're a long way from the roof anyway. That's true. I was because that's very tall and I'm not. So I'm waiting for the tires to grab dry pavement and flop onto its side. And luckily, the entire roadway was just sheer ice to the point that the little red truck did a perfect pirouette in the road and gently plopped itself into the fresh snowbank. (laughs) (laughs) And then just simply locked in in four low, reversed out, checked my pants. They were still good and made my way home much much slower so does that thing have uh auto locking hubs no those you did have to lock in so the you front. had to get out and un- i'm trying to remember if i made it out without locking the front because my rear tires are probably still up on yeah some type of ground well before we get too much further what have you got for us yeah let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor petrol box petrol box is a monthly service made specifically for the automotive enthusiasts each month they carefully select items including tools detailing supplies apparel garage gear stickers publications all the latest and greatest to be sent right there to your doorstep and there's actually two different levels of subscription to choose from the Petrobox Basic costs less than 20 bucks a month, while the Petrobox Premium gets you even more gear for $39.95 a month. Do you see the shirt we got this month? Yes! It's a little uh, Land Rover Defender. Yeah, it's perfect. It's really cool. I mean, it's not as cool as a Trooper, but it was kind of in No, the, I it, like it. It was the same yeah. vein as all that. I was that. like, oh, look at this. I yeah. pulled it out. This, like the day I got the Trooper, yeah. I got the Petrobox with the Oh, that's shirt. awesome. Yeah. It was perfect. Check them out at mypetrolbox.com, and you can use the code OVERCREST at checkout to get $6 off your first month. So, yes, I have a fond spot for these boxy Japanese 4x4s. Is there any relation at all between a Montero and a Trooper? Uh, no, there Nothing. really isn't. Yeah, because a bunch of people are like, oh, that's just a Montero. And I said, I don't think that's true. I think they're completely different things. They are. I mean, obviously, they're similar in that they're both Japanese small companies that built trucks built that... Boxy trucks, yeah. yes. Um, fun fact, though, the Trooper, while it's a def- decent enough name on its own, you know, like she's a she's a Trooper, yeah. It the U.S. market totally missed out on the best names for these vehicles. Oh, the Japanese market called it the Isuzu Bighorn. Ooh. I don't the think maybe Dodge, maybe Dodge would have had a problem with that. Is yeah, it, probably. Is it the Bighorn edition? Isn't that the... I don't think it was back then, not though. Not then. Longhorn? Bighorn? I don't Bighorn. know. Bighorn. 
The Australian market, though, called it the Holden Jackaroo. Oh! You need to find a Jackaroo badge on this thing. You can't. Why? You literally can't. I got. I tried buying a uh, a bumper sticker from Australia that said "Isuzu makes some cool trucks." I don't remember what it said. <laughs> it was like Isuzu trucks are super oh, great. That's right. And the guy sent me a message. He's like, "Sorry, I can't. I can't mail this to you because it's not a document. The Australian government is no longer allowing us to mail packages." From Australia. Anything. So, nothing. Anything. I said, well, why don't we just be pen pals? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say to that? He's like, I've tried sending the stuff I want with a birthday card, but it still doesn't work. Really? So this guy's got an eBay store that he just can't even use because the wow. Australian government is just absolutely draconian. What? Why? Why? COVID. Really? Yeah. And I keep, I, I think to myself, like just what happened a few years back with Australia and I go, what happens to a country? What does a country do mm-hmm. after it takes away all the guns? <laughs> the answer is anything it wants is is the answer. So it's Australia. They're they're the Australian dollar. Were you spending too much time with your militia friend? Yes, probably. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the Australian dollar is like plummeting compared to the U.S. dollar, which yeah. is like you want to start buying stuff. You're like, oh my god, this stuff is so cheap. Yeah, it's but down like twenty no, percent. No, you can't. But so the exchange rate is ridiculous. I should get some, like a Jackaroo. I'm, I'm, I'm Jackaroo. That's I'm what looking, you want. I'm and you can right replace now. the Azuzu with Holden. Yes, Holden Jackaroo. Yeah, I'm looking right now. So let me tell you about the Trooper while you look at that. The Trooper was initially introduced with a measly 1.9 liter four cylinder, made into a four speed manual, which I think is what everyone thinks of as the terribly slow one. Because even for the era, was so underpowered at a grand total of 86 horsepower. Yeah, that moved that whole thing. Maybe that's what people were saying was slow. I think because so. I think that's what size engine is that? Like a two, three, one point nine. Okay, one point nine. Yeah, it's teeny. That's almost forty horsepower less than I have. Yes, so that probably would make a giant difference. Uh, but the Trooper, nonetheless, garnered its fans with its quote mountain goat go anywhere capabilities. Yeah, I agree with that. And an upgraded 2.3 liter four cylinder arrived in 86, which more respectable 108 horsepower is what it featured. Uh, the 2.2 liter diesel was also available in the U.S. That only didn't sell well. in 1986. Did not go over well. Yeah. Diesels at that time were smoky, disgusting. It, so they phased it out right away. Yeah. So a one year only didn't sell many of them. Uh, fuel injected 2.6 liter four cylinder launched in 87. That had 120 horsepower. I found a guy that has some Holden Jackaroo emblems for sale in 2017. Um, and they're, they're still listed? They're not marked as sold. They're probably gone. He wants $80 plus shipping. <laughs> they're not even in Almost great worth it. Almost worth it. If it was something I could buy as I'm sitting here clicking, I would buy it right now. I know you would. <laughs> I would absolutely. Did you know do they it. also put a V6 in these? They it was did. a Chevrolet sourced uh, 2.8 liter V6. I thought it was a 2.6. You could get the 2.8 liter V6 or the 2.6 liter four cylinder. And they made the same power. Yeah, both had 120 horsepower. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make much sense. So the second gen debuted in 91 and ran all the way through 2006. The question is do you know if they ran the same transmission? Uh, both that engines. I don't off the top of my that's, head. That's what I'm trying to that figure out right now. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah uh, the facelift happened in 98, which removed all of the boxy charm. Like, yeah. they just, like, like blobs from that. Well, after 91, even, they kind of just, they got rounded off, and it was no longer, yep. they got more refined because they had to, they they had had to, to keep up with, yep. like, uh, with Toyota, and you know, that, that's, that was the main competition for them, was obviously yep. the Land Cruiser, Forerunner, that kind of thing. And this thing just was not nearly as refined or as good. It is not as good as 
a Land Cruiser. No. It just isn't. It's no. not, it doesn't have front and rear locking differentials. It doesn't have a center differential that locks up. It doesn't have an inclinometer, yeah. which apparently that's is what you that's all you really need. That's all you need. It doesn't have any of those things, but it is a simple little goat, I guess is yes. a good way to put it. Agreed. Uh, eventually, dwindling popularity altogether with Isuzu's burgeoning partnership with GM. That's why they canceled the Trooper in 2002, because they wanted to eventually replace it with the Ascender, was just an uglier Chevy Trailblazer. Ascender? The Isuzu Ascender oh. was basically a batch-engineered so Trailblazer. Is Isuzu dead? Uh, no. So they are a big, like, heavy industry yeah. company I mean, in Japan. Uh, I mean. They are still, I believe, making stuff. I don't think you can get anything here, though. Of because course. remember, they make a lot of the, the box trucks and bread yes. van trucks, yep. whatever. Yep. Um, I don't know. I'm sure they have some, like, cars in the domestic market. Right. But not that I've seen here. In the JDM market. Is what Correct. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was told Would, this is... Did you... What? Well, this is not JDM. I've told. Oh, yeah. I am not allowed to hang out with the JDM folks and the JDM crews. What if you so, do JDM spec, like the JDM see, that's lights the thing, and stuff? Like, as an outsider, I kind of look at imports and I go, oh, that's the JDM crowd. Right. And I'm kind of going, painting with that broad brush, right? Right. And I know all those cars aren't JDM because JDM means Japanese domestic market. That means right, right hand but drive. But it is known kind of as a broad, like, oh, you're into Japanese stuff. Right. And that's kind of what I think of when I think JDM, even though it's not the correct nomenclature. Sure. JDM is like right hand drive Integra Type R. Like JDM. Like yes. That's what you Has use. to have the correct turn signals yeah, and everything else stuff. and the bumper. But this is, for me, this is Japanese. The first God, I think it's the first Japanese thing I've ever owned. Really? Truly. Well, you'll be happy to know that it does have a little bit of motorsport heritage. Ooh, the Trooper? Yes! Tell me more. In 1992, the Trooper won its class victory in the 92 Australian Safari. In 93, Troopers took first and second place in the 93 Australian Safari. And in 94, the Trooper won the marathon class victory at the 1994 Paris-Dakar Rally. It's incredible. There's also something called the Pharaoh's Rally, which it finished first in class in 94. What was it competing with then? Must I've been competing with like, Land Cruisers and I stuff no like idea. that. I have no idea, yeah. Yeah. SUVs like that. So uh, remember the, pro the Montero's propensity to flip over its roof? Yes. Well, the second generation troopers also received some negative press in the U.S. when the 1995 and the 97 models were rated not acceptable by the Consumer Reports for I their tendency that. to roll over during I saw, testing. I saw a cover of a Consumer Reports with the Zuzu Trooper about to Just flip over. Just flipping over. But that's not mine. I saw a Motor Trend. Uh, not Motor. Was it Motor Trend? Is that the one that's on TV with the dude that's like, welcome to Motor Trend. We're going to review one of the... Sure. And he's like, this thing's great. There's no yeah. chance it'll tip over. No. So it's actually interesting. The NHTSA tested the Trooper, and it failed to show the same results. So it basically was like, no, it's actually fine, to the point where Zuzu brought a lawsuit against uh -huh. Consumer Reports in uh, the found that, oh, jury found that eight out of 17 statements by consumer reports were false. Oh, no. One of the magazine statements showed reckless disregard for the truth. Ooh. But no damages were awarded. How? I don't know. How is that possible? How do you have reckless truth? I know. Rec reckless lies. Reckless lies about tipping over, Chris. And then, that, and then that, but you're fine. Yeah. Anyway, so I have plans now for this truck. Okay. I think there are some things I would like to do. Okay. You know that I have a TDI motor sitting in my garage. <laughs> That's right. I do. And I Is thought, that the 1.9? 1.9 ALH. I've, it's Volkswagen been sitting around TDI. either at my house or my grandpa's house for almost 20 years. And what year is that motor? It's like a, from a 2000. 
So it's been sitting since new, basically. It only has like 28,000 miles on it or something like that. Okay. You know, it's, it's very, very new. And then I have an, an entire engine harness. I have an instrument cluster. I have a key. I have shifter boxes, everything. Obviously, I wouldn't. I'm, what I would like to do and what I've been trying to do is nobody's really done this What's before. That? Put a, a TDI in a trooper? I think one guy did, and it, I tried talking to him, and he doesn't speak English very well, and I okay. can't understand and figure out what he's saying. But I was talking to... Uh, uh, turbo diesel conversion, this name of this company. Okay. And he says, Hey, if you send me the measurements of like the bell housing oh. um, and stuff like that, we'll make you an adapter. I suppose. Cause you can just like machine one out of aluminum. hundred percent. So here's what we have to do. Oh no. Jake. What? You uh-huh. and me uh-huh. have to go back to the, the compound. Right. And pick up the parts trooper that came with my truck. Oh, it came with a parts truck. Hit did really so we need to go get the parts trooper okay we need to take it over to my house uh-huh and because you have a vehicle that can tow something right I, I do not um and we can use that we can take the motor out of that thing and we can measure it do what we need to do we can maybe call up alex and he can 3d scan yeah, or whatever it is just bzz it. Bzz it or whatever or we can just like measure the right the clearances Dimensions. he said you need to measure this 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 and this and then we can make you an adapter oh sweet and then i could so if That'll I have be the, your winter project if when I have it's the, too nice to drive. Well, what my thought is, is that I would put the the project trooper thing uh-huh. in the garage, uh-huh. the, the spare one, and then I could use that to mock everything up, put the motor in it, make the motor mounts, sure. get the get the wiring figured out, you know, make it run. And then is it the same year, same motor? Same everything. Really? Same so everything. It would actually. Yeah. So I could just get it running and then when it's time, I could just it would be a weekend to throw it in my truck. Once right. everything works right. and I know exactly what I need to do. How many mice are living in that trooper? Ooh. Yeah. Well, considering there's other places that might be more palatable to live there, like a chicken coop and all that other (laughs) stuff, they might. I'm not sure if there's any mice. Plus, there's cats everywhere. Oh, that helps. Yeah, they had a bunch of cats. So that would be the thought is to to put the, uh, would put the TDI motor in there and have like 150, 170 horsepower and like 200 pound feet of torque and still have my manual transmission with my four high, four low. And get with the gear ratios make sense. Like, what does this thing rev out to right now? Not much. I, okay, I've so it might never, actually ever work. shifted past. Even when I'm like, let's go. Yeah, I shift at four thousand RPM. So it would work. It would work phenomenally. It would work awesome. really, really well. And then I could put, if I wanted to, I could put a little bigger tire on there. Yep. Bring the ratios down even a little bit more. Yep. But honestly, I think that's it would be a great swap. So have you buffed this thing out yet? Because it is I, very clean. Did not buff it. Uh, no, I did. I actually used Oberg stuff. Yeah, I used the uh, the stage one. Okay, I did not do stage two because I I just don't have the patience for that. But <laughs> um, Oberg Car Care, one of our sponsors of the podcast, yes. I I used their 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 cutting stuff and I went right. over the whole thing because it's single stage. Right, and it and it looks incredible that it was really really easy i probably should have done step two i'm sure it would have looked even better right then it'll get really shiny yeah Oberg car care awesome uh provider of detailing compounds and supplies they're created by professional detailers themselves they're passionate about detailing so they know firsthand what actually works on something like an azuzu trooper um they have a simple foolproof two-step process. That's what Chris was talking about, where you do the one stage, and then you're supposed to do the second stage to really buff it out. I just can't Chris do. just doesn't care no, about I that. I don't care that much. Right now, they are offering a whopping 20% off your order when you use the code OVERCREST. That code's good not only on OBERCARCARE.com, but also on DetailedImage.com and CarSuppliesWarehouse.com. Go check them out today. You know, they had a new spray. It's like a quick spray um, I think it's like a ceramic, like a ceramic spray. Thing, yeah. yeah, and they sold out on their site immediately. 
Really? Like I wanted to get some to try out. He's like, I'm sorry, we sold out the first day. There's wow. still some on those other retailers that I mentioned, but yeah. Yeah, I'd like good to try some of that stuff. Um, so yeah, the thing looks great. There's like some like surface rusty spots. Okay. You know, just the old truck, right? Just where the paint is missing. It's just like orange right there. Okay. So I got to sand all that down. Right. And I'm just going to, I have this poor 15 white spray paint. Oh, really? And I'm just going to dust, go, go right over yeah. it with that. And then what's probably going to end up happening. What? You seem, <sighs> you seem distraught. I don't want to drive it in winter. I like it too much. <laughs> That's pretty much what it comes down to. Which this means was I, a purchase for a winter vehicle. It was. Yes. Yeah. But and now you're not going to use it as such. No. Yes. I don't think so. No, you're gonna you're gonna do the underspray. You're gonna cosmoline, dip the whole thing in cosmoline. Cavity wax the whole. Yeah, program. and yeah. you're good to go. Fluid film. Whatever. You drive once a week. You're I, fine. I, you're probably right, but I will feel a little bit bad. You no. Yes, I will. I'll feel bad. I'll it's feel dumb. Bad. Anyway, so the projects that I have to do that I've done, I've did the ball joints. I did the uh, the rear brakes because they were dragging. Um, oh, which yeah. is this is the first time I've ever had to go rent that tool that you turn the calipers. Yeah, in. which why haven't you ever used that before? Because I've never owned a car long enough to wear out a rear set of brake pads. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I've That's never really had to funny. do it. Okay. I've never had to do it. That's really funny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I watched your story and you were trying to do it with a screwdriver or a, like a yeah. needle nose. And I was like, what is he doing? A tool for this. Yeah. Anyway, so one caliper was seized up, but I got it free. Now the rear brakes, <laughs> they work great. Oh, I bled the rear, rear caliper because I had to take it off because it was seized up. Yeah. The worst brake fluid in the history of ever. I think, uh. it, I think it is actually water. Oh, really? Yeah. There's, I got to bleed the rest of the brakes because <laughs> it, 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 is, it is horrible. Um, I want to do some different things on the interior. I was thinking maybe... Maybe, and I keep saying I'll do this, maybe this swap, I'll probably start the YouTube channel up because this is kind of a complicated thing. I've never done an engine swap with a car where the motor doesn't belong in that right. car. You know, and it's, and it's kind of like, that's like the next step, right? That's the next yeah, thing you it's do. It's no is, longer Legos, and you, it's, it's, but it's not like an LS swap where they make everything for no, it either. this has to all be custom. I have to make them out to myself. I yeah. have to get an adapter plate made. You know, if this, if I was putting an LS in this thing, there's probably a way that I could just put the Chevy transmission in it and be done or figure right. out a way to, it would be much, much easier, but I don't want to do that. I want to maintain the originality of the transmission. And yeah. The that could be interesting. Field. So I think we're going to try, try and do that. We're going to make an effort. If you'd like to see that, let us know. And I, yeah. give me a little bit of a, give me a motivation boost. I could, I could probably use it. Hey, are our t-shirts done there? Yeah. Jess ordered some. So she's, she has ordered the shirts. Okay. So how do you get shirts, Chris? Uh, you go to patreon.com slash overcrest and join the, the uh, driver's club. Absolutely. And you can support the show. You can get a shirt. You can get prints. You can access to the exclusive Discord site. Right. Next Lots week, of we're cool probably going to have a new episode next week for the uh, Patreon members. Exclusive. Yep. Yeah. For the driver's club members. That'll be awesome. And uh, yeah, you, plus you get to feel good about yourself. You know, That's you right. get to feel warm and fuzzy just like I do when I'm driving that trooper. <laughs> Wait, why do you feel warm and fuzzy? I don't know. I just really like that thing. <laughs> this is so, you know, I get in a lot of I've I, I, I've lost track of the cars I've owned. I see things come up in my memories. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> look at that seven, that 760 turbo intercooled Volvo wagon that you used to have. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I forgot all about that thing. I really like this trooper. I have people in line ready to buy this trooper. Really? From yeah, people. You so can one, still one, find them, can't you? Not really. Really? No, they're wasted, man. They are wasted because they weren't. They weren't as desirable as the Land Cruisers, right? right? That those things are kind of like held up on this pedestal, right? Right. And even those are rusty toilet nightmares. Yes. 
imagine an Isuzu, which is like <laughs> the budget version of that, right? But in my mind, arguably, the Trooper is a better looking truck than any of the Land Cruisers out there, in my opinion. I don't like, they're always rounded off. Right, that's what you know, I don't like either. They're always rounded off, especially the newer ones. The The headlights are all bulbous, stupid, and the taillights are massive, and they cost an, uh, cost an absolute fortune. Yeah, it's there was, dumb. I've, I know people that have scrounged around the internet and bought these now. Because I, because I, of the, seeing this, and you and know, they're like, oh, oh. a guy just bought like a, a really mint one, just really, really mint, just really nice. And it was five grand. That's it. Yeah, it was only five grand. So I don't know. They're out there. You could probably get one. They're fun to tool around in. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's about all I can say about that. Maybe you can have your happy, fun, warm, fuzzy moment in your own trooper. <laughs> Maybe. I I got nothing. I don't like. I like it. I don't really need one though. No, but well, you have a fifty thousand dollar truck that'll do everything this thing does and more. Right, true. Know? But you just. But I kind of want a Montero Sport now. Oh, after you wanna, thinking about that, you want a throwback? You yeah, want, yeah. Or like a Defender ninety would be ideal. Yeah, but that's just too much. Agreed. It's too much. It's too. The problem is with your your Cayenne is it's too anonymous. Yeah, it's very very anonymous. It's it's right. like that's become the wife mobile. That's fine. I don't drive well, that thing. Fine, Macan. Macan is also absolutely anonymous as no character whatsoever right nobody looks at jake when he's driving around in the in that thing i've had cute chicks in jeeps give me thumbs up in, <laughs> in my in my trooper you know with like when it was a hot day and yeah. was, she was in a sports bra and like she's like hey i'm like hey i just, I just went sorry i'm married <laughs> yeah right no but she did wave at me and give me okay. like wave there was yeah and she had the top off and then doors were gone and everything like that she had her top off <laughs> Perfect. On that note, uh, I think we'll leave it at that. There's going to be all kinds of trooper progress, so stay tuned for that. We're going to lift. That's so right. You are. I'm. I'm going to make it. Uh, You're going to make it. I'm going to make it. Okay. Look for us there. We'd I'm love to see you. Get new tires and then make it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You just got a flat tire. Today. Literally on my way into the studio. And one thing that you showed me that was really really interesting is you have this um, CO2 bottle. Yeah. Tell me about this. Tell me about, I've never seen that before. Really? No. What, what yeah, is that? Rather than having like the little stupid pump that takes forever to pump up a tire, it's yeah, super loud thing. and you got to plug it in somewhere. No, you can use just a CO2 bottle that you use on like uh, paintball guns and stuff. Yeah. And then they make a regulator adapter. And I have this cool hose where it locks on to your valve stem. Yep. And you just twist her open. It's good for probably about 50 tire inflations. 50 tire inflations. Yeah, well, it's 5,000 PSI. So I'm only using a little, little, little itty bit of that air. Right, but are you... So is it compressed air or is it compressed it CO2? It is CO2. So you're putting CO2 into the tire. Right. So is that... Is there any detriment to that? Does no. that matter? Is it, no. Because I know people put nitrogen in tires and right. everything like that. The only uh, So nitrogen is a bigger molecule, and Ooh. that's why people like it. It's more heat-stable than regular air, but regular air is like 70% nitrogen anyways. Right. And well, I think that's kind of a scam. Like, well, yes, you want some nitrogen is. in your tires? I don't know. Maybe we'll see how the CO2 does on the way home. Yeah, on the way. We're, we're going to go out there, and your tire's going to be flat for sure anyway. I, I, I got high hopes. All right, so next week we have Luft, and yep. then two weeks after that we have the Rally. Wow. So we're probably going to take one week off here and there somewhere. We've got kind yeah. of a we've got a backup episode that I've, I've been sitting on that we'll be able to play, but we're probably going to be gone for a week at some point. Right. Because we got the got the Rally to do. Crazy right. times. Yeah. Oh, Jake. What? Your transmission's done. Do you yeah! want to talk about any of your it's great. exploits? What's, it's great. what's going on? Tell us about your, your... I rebuilt the transmission, and it works. 
That's it. That's all you've got to say. That's all you need to know. Yeah. All right, guys. Carburetors are all good. It's great. Really disappointing. All right, guys. We'll see you next Friday. Take care.